Hi, I'm Bob Witte with KPND in Sandpoint, Idaho. If I can be a fan of Skylight Books, LA's world-famous independent bookstore, from way up here in the Idaho Panhandle, then you can too from wherever you are. Visit the website, buy some books. You can even join their membership club and reap the benefits of supporting independent booksellers. Thanks. softer side meet me on the softer side softer side of your heart hi there and welcome to the skylight books author reading series you can find out about this and all of our other author events at www.skylightbooks.com where you can also browse our inventory as well as order books online you can also follow us on Twitter or even be our friend at Facebook.com. If you'd like to talk to a real person, we can be reached at 323-660-1175. And don't forget, Skylight Books depends on listeners like you to help support us. So whether you're in our neighborhood or browsing online, buy a book or two to help ensure that we'll be around for a long, long time. Thanks and enjoy. So, John Clausen is here tonight. Yes, thank you. Just talk briefly about a couple of things he's done. Uh, Cat's Night Out, that he illustrated by Carolyn Stutson, was a winner of the 2010 Governor General's Award. Uh, House Held Up by Trees, which we have a few copies of here, was also nominated for that award. Um, and then his first foray into both writing and illustrating was I Want My Hat Back, which was a New York Times, yes. <laughs> Uh, 10 best illustrated books, a number one bestseller, um, and he's here tonight to launch This Is Not My Hat, which is released today. Thank you for coming out. John Kloss. Thank you. That was very nice. Okay, I think we're going to read the book first, and then we're going to do questions and stuff, if you guys have any questions. It just came out today. It's very pretty. I think. It's hard to print black. Candlewick printed black really well. It's harder than you'd think to get black to look good. It looks like crap a lot of the time, but they did it really well. We had to try really hard so that it doesn't rub off onto things and stuff. It's very nice. I'm wondering if I should have a helper. I think I should have a helper. Anybody want to be a helper? Alright, I'm going to talk into the microphone a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this we can see the book. Okay. What I need you to do, I can hold it, but you go around here and you gotta tell me what's going on in the pictures after we're done reading the thing, okay? Alright. So, this book is called This Is Not My Hat. And this little fish says, This hat is not mine. I just stole it. I stole it from a big fish. He was asleep when I did it. And he probably won't wake up for a long time. Can you tell me what he's, what, what, what's going on in there? He woke up. He woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and even if he does wake up, he probably won't notice that his hat is gone. Hmm. 
Tell me what's going on in this but one. But he knows it's gone. He knows it's gone, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious, I know it is. I take that as a compliment. But <laughs> oh, we gotta open it wide so they can see it. And even if he does notice that it's gone, he probably won't know it was me who took it. Which is pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious too. He knows who took it. And even if he does guess it was me, he won't know where I am going. But I will tell you where I am going. I am going where the plants grow big and tall and close together. It's very hard to see in there. Nobody will ever find me. There is someone who saw me already, but he said he wouldn't tell anybody which way I went. So I am not worried about that. <laughs> What's going on with that one? There's, he's showing the way. He's showing the way. Right? <laughs> this is for the people in the back, mostly. <laughs> I know it's wrong to steal a hat. I know it does not belong to me, but I am going to keep it. It was too small for him anyway. It fits me just right. And look, I made it. Where the plants grow big and tall and close together. I knew I was going to make it. There he goes, right in there. Nobody will ever find me. Now it's very quiet. Nobody's talking anymore. And the big fish swims back the other way and the crab is wondering what he's done. And the big fish is back asleep with his tiny hat. And that's the end of the book. <laughs> Thank you very much. Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> I don't know. This one, I mean, the last one, I know that rabbit got eaten, but this one, I don't know. I mean, it's it doesn't say he got his hat back. There's so there's when I got when I put it out, some parents said they liked this one much better because obviously they worked it out in here. They talked to each other, and it was it was very good. But he doesn't like you know the whole time he's talking to us, and then he's not talking anymore. So I think it ends very badly for him. <laughs> but that you're not. I don't know. Past that, that's all you can say. Is there any other questions? <laughs> yeah? Because I needed him to fit the little fish. If it was a very big hat, it would just be a hat swimming around with him inside it and you couldn't really see. Also, I really like the idea of having this big fish wearing a tiny hat. Just because it doesn't fit him very well doesn't mean it wasn't his to begin with. The first one was sort of a fluke with the bear in the hat. It was some greeting cards that I'd done for birthdays, and he was wearing this red party hat, and it was just, I liked the design of it. Um, and then when I did this one, we weren't really thinking about doing a hat book. It just sort of happened that way. Um, and I kind of, at first we were like, well, should we change the object? Does it sort of run in this thing too hard? And then I kind of liked the idea of doing a hat again, because it sort of made it abstract instead. It actually just makes it a device, and it's even, we call less attention to it, so, sort of. It's just, you know, you put a hat on a character, and now he's got a story. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, also, in this 
book, uh, a snake mentions he saw a blue hat that was blue and round, and that's what this one is. And so we figured, oh, that exists already. We can, we can use that. <laughs> yeah. This hat? Yeah, this is my hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one was much different than the other one. Um, I sort of thought I had it made because the last like five or six pages or six, five or six spreads are all just one long illustration like this and this and like they're all just one long illustration and so I thought well once I finished that I got half the book done but it took like forever to do it because there's so many little plants and stuff so that once I got that one I was really worried because I was really close to the schedule and I didn't I had half the book that wasn't finished um, but then once I finished it it went really fast and this this other one too um, it was the same problem with the bear in the first one where we repeat the bears drawing a lot and we didn't really want to just use the same we could but it would just look kind of lazy and so with this beginning part where we had to show this big fish like five times in a row it's five different illustrations. Some of the stuff got um, reused a little bit, but for the most part, it's all different elements. Um, so that was tricky, just kind of figure out what makes it look different without changing, so you know it's the same guy. But no, on the whole, the, I try to keep the illustrations for these pretty simple, just because they're such simple stories. Yeah. That was the first thing I wrote, and that was two years ago. So I was 29. But it was, I was, I'm still terrified of it. I can't. It's so scared. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I illustrated for a long time. This, I think that the only reason I could write these two is because they're in dialogue. When I started to write this one, I started to do it narration, where it's like, he lost his head. Like, this is what he said, that. And you're just like, what am I doing? I can't do this. So it made sense if they were just talking. Then if they, if they say it stupidly, then it's just them being stupid. It's not me being a bad writer. It's just them being dumb. <laughs> it works out really well. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah. That sometimes the story starts from an illustration first, mm -hmm. or it comes with the text first and the illustration. This one came from the bear, and the hat one came from the cover. I didn't have a story. I just liked the idea of someone not wearing a hat, and the cover title being "I want my hat back." Um, but with this one, it came from. It didn't come from a single illustration, it came from this first idea of him saying, uh, even if he does, like, he probably won't wake up for a while and then his eye pops open and then, then you have a sort of an idea for a book and you know he's going to die. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't one single illustration, it was that idea, sort of. Yeah. But sometimes that the illustration gives you no idea? Yeah, but you try and go back and forth as you write it, like it's never, you don't do one and then the other, you sort of do them both together so they can really be tight. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain, but yeah, it, it's, I don't think I've ever just started with a picture or just the writing. You have to do both at the same time as much as you can. Yeah? Yeah, well, for both of them, I've had a really good art director who sort of lets me, well, lets me make decisions but then makes them look good. <laughs> So for this one, I, I always liked, it's, a, it's an old font, it's a um, century school book and it was used in all the old reader books and um, I knew that's the sort of tone I wanted people to read it with, like sort of a forced plotting kind of, I didn't want it to be like naturally read, it should be this one, two, like kind of that kind of, and the font just sort of alludes to that I think for parents who are used to books that look like this and it's just a beautiful font. Yeah, and that's, it's, it's a lot of that is in the, in the typeface and, and so I told her we wanted to use it and we, I think we did a little bit to it where it's, um, in the old books the letters are, are, are further apart but in this one they're a bit, because we have a lot to say in this one so it's a bit more squashed down but they're the same in both books. Yeah. 
guess that's it. Yep. I have a question. I'm a teacher of many students that are in your audience. Hi, you guys. I know. I, I saw the tweet today and everything. <laughs> but I, as a, a teacher of writing students, I often hear, I don't have any ideas, I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice for what happens when you get writer's block or you don't know what to do? What, what are some things that help you through that? I'm right in the middle of that right now. It's awful. Um, I don't know what you, I think um, you have to keep working. I don't know if you can just sit in the tub and hope that it hits you. I think you have to keep making stupid stories and then hopefully one comes out that's okay. This one, there were many, many stories we had before this one that didn't work. I tried with the same characters as the Bear Book to try and get other stories with these guys and it just felt like we were dragging them out of bed and bringing them out for another stupid idea and it wasn't working very well at all. And then my art director said, well, you should try a different group of people completely. Maybe you're just not with these guys anymore. And so that's when we got this one and it was a lot easier. It suggests so many different things and you just loosen up. But yeah, and then you start all over again at the end. You don't have, you know, your lucky socks or anything. It just doesn't, it's tough, <laughs> that part. But you have to keep going. Yeah, just keep, keep going. You'll hit something. It's like running around in the dark. Do you, who are your favorite authors, children's and otherwise? I like, uh, for kids, I like uh, Frog and Toad books, Arnold Lobel a lot. And I like, um, I like Leo Leone for the illustrations. The writing, I never, I never had them when I was a kid, so I don't know what I would think of now if I saw them when I was little. Um, Mac Barnett, who did the Extra Yarn book, he's, his other books are really funny. They're really great. Um, yeah, that's hard. I like, well, I, I read a lot of, uh, or I did read a lot of um, Cormac McCarthy. And that was sort of the idea for not using quotes in this first, like just no, no punctuation is, is at all, sort of that idea of just, you really have to put emotion in it yourself, those books. They don't give you a lot, but that's what these books are sort of trying to do too. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that um, in I Want My Hat Back in Extra Yarn, that the bear and the rabbit are playing both stories. Yeah, I can show you. So, he asked about the bear and the rabbit in Extra Yarn. Ooh, this is a first edition. You can tell they gave us glossy paper and we yelled at them, so they only gave us nice paper. Yeah. But there's a bear and a rabbit, and they don't have anything. That's the only time you see them, um, and it's from the bear and the hat, but well, it's not. I was doing at the same time these two books, and one came after the other, but then I tried so hard all year to convince people that the rabbit had gotten killed, and then this book comes out, and it's just resurrection with this rabbit. <laughs> But I maintain that they're just different. Like they're different animals. A lot of if you see three bears in a row, they might look the same. And then the rabbits too. I think it's just different rabbits and different bears. I don't draw very many different kinds of animals. It could be a prequel as well. Yeah, it could be like back in. It, it's kind of yeah. You don't really know what time. This could have been ancestry or something like that. This is sort of like a prequel too, because in the I want my half like you said, snake says. Yeah, we got lucky with that because I can't think of another animal in the, in the hat book that would have been in the water any time to see that blue hat. <laughs> so any other questions? Yeah. It seems to me, and the other one with the bear, that the bear gets his hat back, but then he's still looking for the rabbit. Oh no, the squirrel's looking for the rabbit at the end of that one. Yeah. Squirrel's still looking for the Yeah, no, that bear knows where that rabbit is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, too simple and you lose him. That's the challenge, I guess. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everybody, for coming. If there's any other questions, come on up. But yeah, it's.
Oh yeah, one more, one more, one more. <laughs> when we lead, I want my hat back, we do different voices. Yeah. Do, you, do you think of the characters as having different voices? Not really. I, I, I have to read it at school visits and stuff, and I don't do them just because I'm awful at it. But, um, no, I, but it was weird, though, because we did... I had to do a, a little while ago. I had to do a New York Times thing with back to school with these characters from the Hatback book. They got, they wanted us to do like a, just the New York Times, like for the for the header of the section. And the art director says, "Well, we could put them in desks." Like they went back to school. And I thought, "No, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't go." Out. And it's like they don't they don't do anything in the book. They don't they sit on rocks. And they don't do anything. But how do I know that they wouldn't go back to school? But I just kind of felt like that, and it was so weird because I don't even think of voices or anything. But I think of like they wouldn't be cool with that. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> That's that. That's as close as I get to voices, I guess. Well, that's the end. Now you can. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can check out this and all of our other great podcasts at www.skylightbooks.com. Today's music was provided by Fragile Gang. You can check them out at MySpace, Facebook, and the iTunes Music Store. Thanks for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.